Hello and welcome back to another episode of Media Mantras. I'm Adrian. And I'm Adrian. And uh, we got some more stuff. It's good to be back. We got um, a Mantra Minute. We have some news, some various news. What's your headline about? Uh, Avatar. Okay. Mine's about, mine's about uh, Harley Quinn uh, season three coming out pretty quick. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. I'm a big fan of that show. Or the only season thing. three? I thought they had more. They take their time. It's animation. Hmm. Yeah. They only yeah, have two true. out. They take their time with this yeah. one. Um, we also have, uh, finally, um, Kenobi 4 through 6 to talk about. Yeah. Be done with that. And then um, finally, Lightyear, the review. So we got a, we got a full plate today. But first, we got to get into that Muncher Minute. So Big Apple, look at this video real quick. Let me read you this little headline. So farmers in Thailand use armies of thousands of ducks to eat their way through rice paddies after a harvest. Studies show this method of farming is not only beneficial to the environment, but it but can increase crop yield. And first of all, I don't know the first thing about you know rice paddies and how to harvest them and whatnot, but I was scrolling through the comments, and apparently, I mean, first of all, look at all these freaking ducks. <laughs> yeah, it's way too many ducks marching through a rice field, and um, apparently they just eat up all the critters and whatnot, and I guess like any scraps, and of course they poop it all out, so fertilizing at the same time too. Yeah, but I yeah. just saw like a horde of ducks, and it kind of looked menacing. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it brings up that that well, the age old adage, you know? Yeah. What would you do? Would you fight a horse sized duck today, or like ten duck sized horses? <laughs> Which one? Which one? Uh, I got probably horse sized ducks. Horse um, ten ten horse sized ducks. Oh, one horse-sized duck. Yeah. Is that, yeah, yeah. Is that so it's, it's the opposite, right? One horse-sized duck. You got one horse-sized duck, or like, let's say like five or ten duck-sized horses. And they're strong too, right? You know, we'll do the conservation of mass or whatever. Right, okay. They'll be strong little duck horses. You really got to take like a sledgehammer. Well, nah, I don't know. I don't know about a horse-sized duck. <laughs> it's pretty big. <laughs> it's pretty big. <laughs> but anyway, I just I still I wanted to do horses. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I just wanted to share this little mushroom in it. I mean, I'll, I'll throw yeah. the video up on screen, but those things look bananas. And um, my friend Zach actually has a couple of pet ducks. Oh, yeah? They're feisty. They got personality. Huh. So <laughs> I kind of just want to yeah. go, go pet a duck now. Anyway, that's the mushroom in it. Um, shall we get into the news? Yeah. All right, let's do that. Um, the first little thing I have to bring up, of course, was the Harley Quinn. It's just a quick little headline. So season three premieres uh, July 2022 and HBO Max, but that's that's all we get. We don't get a date, so I mean it could be next week, it could mm-hmm. be in four weeks. We don't really know. Yeah. What I want to know is are they dropping all of them at once, or are they doing the whole weekly thing? I'm pretty sure they're gonna drop them all at once, though. Yeah, I think that's what they normally do, right? For this kind For, of thing, yeah. yeah. Like unless it's like a huge show, that I can't even think of a show on HBO Max that they would do weekly. Like like they don't have. Do they have an equivalent of The Boys or anything like that? Like any major show? It's just movies. They no, drop. not in a while. They haven't. Not yeah. since they're pushing. Did, did they did they do biweekly for uh, Westworld? I don't even remember. I'd have to look it up. Mm. I feel like the they pushed the White Lotus pretty hard, but they dropped all that all at once. Did you ever see that? No, I didn't. That was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it was better than you would think. Mm. Um, but anyway, so that's coming out soon. Wanted to share that little bit of news. Um, you you a fan of the series though? Before I before I walk away from this. Harley Quinn. Yeah, uh, right I've seen a few episodes. It's, it's, oh, there's like a lord of it. Bad. There's like a lord of it. Yeah, you have to like get into it. But, mm-hmm. but it's it's fun. It's like it's the equivalent of like I don't know a popcorn show. You just throw it on when you're bored. You want noise, but it's actually really smart too. Mm-hmm. Um, but the next headline says Steve-O says early years of Jackass were legitimately a bla- a bad influence. I'm doing finger quotes because that's that's what he did mm-hmm. on young viewers. And he's talking like early like 2000s and all that before like YouTube and all that was big. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to ask what your experience was earlier with it. Like you said, you've mm-hmm. only seen what properties of Jackass? Uh, the show that they just had. The show right? they had out. Yeah. 
I feel like they might have tamed that down a little bit. But I don't know. The early 2000s were a weird time. So That was most of what I've seen. Yeah. Uh, I've seen like bits and like clips from from the movies. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I saw most of the group of the movies growing up when I shouldn't have, but it was awesome. And I only brought this up because I thought it was interesting because I was like, what kind of jackass in the early 2000s was like, yeah, I'm going to do that shit. Because like, they've done some ridiculous stunts, like some really dumb stuff. Yeah. And like I watched it as a kid. And I thought it was hilarious, but I never like I feel like I knew better. And I was like, who are these kids who are just like brave as hell, ready to be, I don't know, Johnny Knoxville. Just they threw me off. And I guess what I wanted to ask you was, did you ever have that inclination? I know it's not in your personality. No, not really. Yeah. No. <laughs> you never saw them do like a fucking porta potty launcher and just like, yeah, I want to do that. That sounds awesome. No. Nah, I just thought that was a weird it's a you? weird thing to say. No, that's my point. I'm like, who's doing that? Who's kid who's yeah. kids who are going out there and like, yeah, like let me throw like, I don't know. Bunch of ice in the bathtub and like throwing eel. You'd in. have to have a lot of resources too. I that. know for half of them. Yeah, but yeah, I think he was talking about the very early, early stunts when it was just like skateboards and shopping oh, okay. carts and yeah, still dumb shit though. Like, wants yeah. to get slammed by it. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> I just thought that was a weird. I was like, who, who does this? Anyway, should we move into your news, Big Apple? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. They're planning uh, three new animated movies. So th- this is aside from the live action that they're doing on netflix mm-hmm. uh the the creators the original creators of of the avatar series i think left that project and now they're they're working on these three i see i see yeah i do remember there being some fallout about the direction of the live action project yeah yeah but um but now i'm, I'm happy that they're at least on this stuff because it's kind of what we were all clamoring for back in the day mm-hmm. i mean a live action would be cool if it was done right but with them not on board, I'm like, mm, how good gonna be? Well, we'll see. We'll see. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. And I, supposedly the first one's supposed to be on um, Avatar Kyoshi. Oh, nice. And then the second one is on Zuko. Third one's gonna be another Korra. Like I guess the sequel. Yeah, like the sequel to it. Because I know I understand Zuko's is supposed to be um what what was he doing in the in between like between old man Zuko and like after all. Well, oh, I think he's looking for his mom. Oh, they're just right. gonna pick up right with the. I, I think that that might be where they go. Yeah, no, but I'm just saying like that's the point of time they're gonna be in, right? Like mm-hmm. it's gonna be younger, like older than everything we've seen, but younger, yeah. younger Zuko, not like old Fire Lord Prince Zuko. I would think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be cool. I'm I'm most interested for Yoshi though. I don't know much about that uh, Avatar, mm-hmm. and I just want to know more. Yeah. I know there's a like there's a whole comic book, but I'm like nah. Right. bring me the content i'll just watch it that's fine <laughs> yeah so that's cool that's cool that's good stuff hey any any word on how soon or they just got to start working on that i'm assuming uh, a few years i out. think they're just in in pre-production right, right now it's gonna be a few so, years then yeah no doubt we'll see it 2024 if we're lucky that's cool i'm looking forward to that that's some good avatar news yeah man netflix really blew that show back up didn't it it did though <laughs> yeah it did, it did. Right? got every, got, a, got a bunch of fresh eyes on that new generation yeah yeah the man has spiked well, cool. That's our news, I believe. Let's take a small break and then get into Kenobi. Sure. And we're back with our Kenobi uh, four through six review, basically the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was not a great start. Uh, I remember us watching episode four and I was like, what is going on? Like, what weird turn do we take? With yeah. The show? Um, I mean, where do I start? First of all, like we just said, we just saved Leia two episodes ago. And Kenobi's messed up from the fire in episode three. Let this man heal. Like he's like in the Bakta tank for like maybe five minutes. And he's like, Where's mm-hmm. Leia? I have to go save Leia. I'm like, dude, that's, <laughs> you don't have any strength, man. Like, what are you doing? And this whole episode to me just felt like filler. It was really weird. I mean, it was shot weird. We got into this. It, like, the acting mm-hmm. was just all over the place. It's just like. It, was, it felt very meandering. Yeah. Like, we're like, what are we doing? Like, it felt like yeah. we we're spinning our wheels for an entire episode. Like, what are mm-hmm. we doing? Like, this is what people want to see, right? Some action, some 
couple of quippy scenes between someone and a and a fucking stormtrooper agent or whatever his name was, some admiral. Anyway, I'm jumping all over the place, but like here, here's here's some here's some gripes I had the Big Apple. Uh, <laughs> O'Shea scenes, whatever he was supposed to play, O'Shea Jackson. Yeah, he's just like some joke. guy, right? Like just some complete two dimensional like so and so killed my family. Yeah. Like it was literally we have the line written down. It was such a joke, like the way this was written and shot that we had to rewind it. It was like I can't help you, Kenobi. My wife died. Okay, I'll help you. Like what? Like that's pretty much exactly. Pretty what he much, said. yeah. And I was like, "What are we watching, dog? Like, what? Who wrote this? Like, <laughs> what?" So that took me out of it. Then they had a plan to get into this place. And I was like, "Okay, they got in to go get Leia." <laughs> At some point, like they're trying to make it weird, like kind of heisty or whatever. They're trying to make it like you know we're gonna save Leia. Kenobi, how, did, how did they get in? Yeah, it's exactly how they get in. No, they just Kenobi. Kenobi like right? swam underneath. There's something they ripped from like I think uh, one of the prequels or something. But he swam underneath oh, right, that, right. That, that base or whatever. Yeah. And he so happened to have some sort of entry, I think, thanks to Tala's intervention. I think she was doing something with the computer. Or maybe. I don't, I don't really know. The details were sparse, man. Mm-hmm. And so he gets in. And he's just kind of like with it, which, which is weird. Like those little, you know, those little guarding troops are not stopping him. He's kind of mm-hmm. basically got the force back, even though he doesn't. Like the whole thing where um, the troopers finally catch him. And like there's like a water. Like it's going to yeah. bust in the hallway. And like he has to like muster up the force with his like arm to like stop a whole thing of water like an ocean collapsing on them i'm like mm-hmm. none, none, one of my points is like everything feels very sped run like nothing's really earned he's kind of just like stumbling yeah. through his redemption arc like his yeah it, it's and, weird right because like his whole like his ability to use the force it's kind of there but they don't they don't care to explain like how is it progressing progressing at all at all like there, there's no um sense that he's actually like getting back to being one with the force exactly and there's like, like next to zero meditation. I think he does like he considers yeah. it once or twice in like the first few episodes. And he's, tr- of course, he's trying to talk to like his old master, Qui Gon, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Of course, that doesn't happen in this episode. And he's just like, he's just totally lost. And like the best advice he can get is like, get over yourself. I think Tala said that at like the beginning of this episode. She's like, you're hurting. Yeah. Deal with it. Suck it up, <laughs> chump. Basically. And I was like, yeah. All right. <laughs> cool, I guess. And also, this is the god awful interrogation episode that was so awkwardly shot and written. And yeah, it like was just bad. Did, it was not intimidating. Reva wasn't intimidating. Leia didn't seem that scared, and it's okay if she wasn't that that scared. You know, if she's trying to put on a tough face or whatever, mm-hmm. like her character's supposed to. But there was just no nuance. It was just like I'm not scared, and then she wasn't scared until she was actually about to be, I don't know, chopped up or whatever that machine was gonna do. That vague interrogation device was supposed to do to her. Yeah. And then like I don't know, and then she gets called away because Tala has to interject, and then Kenobi does that save in the dark, and it's supposed to be really cool. And I'm just like, what's <laughs> yeah. going on? Like, yeah, it was, it was really weird, the lighting. It was just awkward. Like, I know what they were yeah. going for, but it just didn't land. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I really want to like this episode, but it's just, it's doing all these disservices. And then finally, I'm going to get off this episode. After this. <laughs> the escape, dog. The little movie theater, oh, yes. trench coat escape. Yeah, that no was one, so awkward. How incompetent can Stormtroopers be, dog? And it takes, <laughs> like, main characters to figure out, stop, what are you doing? I yeah. was like, what? It's just weird. And then they escape all but that one pilot like lives the one who like stays back for dude we talk about how incredible that timing was they didn't talk about that at all in the plot like how they were gonna get saved at the last minute yeah yeah at all they, they just like, come they just, over. They just boom like they're just there all of a sudden. ex machina just like yeah we're here we're gonna save you mm-hmm. okay it just feels like they're rushing through through plot points everything they're like yeah. even that's the whole thing with oshea's part it's just like yeah. they, they try to put in a little tension there was no tension you were always gonna help kenobi bro like there was no mm-hmm. tension they didn't earn anything and so they escape that one guy dies 
they're supposed to be sad about it they linger on it for like a whole last two minutes three minutes at the end of the episode no one cares because no one built up these characters at all yeah like, i have no connection to these people. i don't even know their names like i don't care you know <laughs> what i mean like it was just yeah it was very sped run like you were saying um so i was like dude this episode's goofy as fuck they're on the, the ship and they end it there there's like a little tender moment between kenobi and leia again pretty much like the anchor of the show and that's pretty much it for that episode i mean then all we have is episode five and then and six of course right and the flashbacks were nice between like young hayden or young anakin and young uh younger kenobi mm-hmm. um but it felt like it took so long to get here and that the show has been like a few different shows in one that it just felt disjointed and like unearned i was like yeah. What was this like a few episodes ago? You know what I mean? Like when he was struggling <laughs> with something, and they didn't have to be fighting. Right, they could have right. been having like a, a philosophical philosophical conversation, like while doing something else, or or struggling with one like thing or idea. Mm-hmm. I guess it's more entertaining for a fight and them to talk about their ideologies. But still, I just feels like it feels like too little, too late to me, especially after the bad taste four left in my mouth. Yeah. But anyway, I digress. As Damien said, the non-OG characters feel fake and not fleshed out enough. I couldn't agree more with that. Like just anyone who's like a new side character. Yeah, just yeah, sped yeah. run. It's like they're here, they exist. They're supposed to be real. Like, you guys don't feel real. They don't even feel like they're acting in the same shows half the time. No, especially yeah. especially OJ. Especially O'Shea and and then and Kamala to an extent, somewhat here and there. It yeah. depends on his like what they're giving him to say and like what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. Like we'll get into that. But I was just like, what is going on here? And then um, the the whole dialogue is just very underwritten. Yeah, very underwritten. It's just kind of like, how do we get to the next plot point? How do we? Yeah. Get, you know what I mean? Oh, and something I also left out from episode four, real quick. Do you remember the younglings that we were supposed to come across and feel really bad for? And like all the people who were murdered in like Order 66? Like the right. Jedi's, the Jedi's specifically. Yeah, yeah. That looked like so goofy. Like the, I guess because there wasn't enough gore or I don't oh, know what they're going the, for. Uh, and like the frozen little. Yeah, and the frozen were, tanks. Like, yeah. They were. And like Kenobi's looking at them and having, having this, supposed to have this realization about like, I don't right. know, his purpose and what he failed to do or whatever. And I was just like, they look goofy, man. They look yeah, like, you don't even know like what they are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's not that I need a sign on it, but like something, yeah. man. Give me a little more than just random frozen Jedi. <laughs> yeah. And then I also read that the timeline doesn't even line up with that. Like, oh. They're not even supposed to, like. How can they be at that base when like there's there's people breaking it down? And it was just like mm. it was just weird. But anyway, huh. back to episode five. We finally see how Riva knows Vader. Um, like as we suspected, like she was that youngling in Order sixty six that we saw at the very top of the show. Right. Um. She oh, was, was at the top of the show? That was. Like the, it was like the, the very beginning? first scene we saw in Kenobi. It was her oh, and wow. her little kid and her little fellow. Uh, Dude, I don't remember that. Yeah, it was, it was quick. Yeah. It was just like, why are we starting here? We talked about it in the earlier podcast. <laughs> I'm like, why are we starting here? Oh, it's probably Reva. Like, uh-huh. They focused in on that girl. Right, so right. So anyway, um, so at least we know Reva's out for revenge. I like how Reva's confronting Obi-Wan about not being there for the younglings. Like That was way, way better written than like 99% of the other stuff they give these people to say. So, <laughs> yeah. so like th- that confrontation was nice. RIP Tala. She totally just sacrificed herself for the cause with that grenade in the hallway. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. It should have been more touching of a moment though. It, it should it, have, it right? felt. It still felt like rushed. Or... Yeah. Yeah. And they, they did a little slow-mo. They wanted you to feel it. Mm-hmm. And then Obi-Wan was like, no. And then like, yeah. and they kind of just slipped past. Yeah. You and McGregor was, has, has done a great job. He's throughout the show, trying to hold show. this thing up, man, yeah. and he's he's doing a pretty decent job of it. But like, he can only hold up so much. Is what yeah. I'm trying to say. You know, it's just rough. It's <laughs> rough. He's keeping that ship afloat somehow, but yeah, barely. <laughs> um, but yeah, I do like Obi Wan losing hope because he was like he was ready to turn it all in. Remember, he gave up all his weapons. He was trying to surrender. That's before we knew he had a plan, right? Right. But he was like, we can't hold him off. There's no way we're gonna have enough time. This and that. So that is more of what I wanted to see throughout the series. Of him like questioning more and like losing it more and coming up against more of 
his like internal struggle, but also talking about it out loud and just like, no, I have to do my own thing. Because it, it in episode mm-hmm. five and six, it really it really did feel like no, it's just me and, and Vader. Like like every all these side characters are trying so hard to be in Kenobi's life, and he's like, no, yeah, nah, I'm the MC. I got to go fight my like my long lost brother essentially. <laughs> and so like it really did feel like that. There was a huge split. Obi Wan bringing Vader to Riva. Like remember when they had a little back and forth? He's like, right. She was like, oh, I'm I'm gonna bring him to you, and he's like, no. You bring him to me. It was some cold ass line. I just wanted to throw it. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, know no, yeah. It. It, it was weird because uh, Reva was capturing Obi Wan, right? Right, right. And then Obi Wan was like, Oh no, yeah. Obi Wan was like him. realizing it to himself that Reva's real plan was to backstab Vader at some point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get get Vader to come out and and yeah. attack him and attack him. Yeah. And then do, it do was Obi Wan who delivered that line. You just yeah, reminded yeah. me. He was like, Yeah, you're not bringing me to him. I'm bringing him to you. Like or some shit like that. Yeah, it was yeah, cold. Yeah. I was like, Damn. Like he just he knows he's the MC man. That's great. Um, <laughs> so that he's finally showing up. Vader's finally on the ground. I, I mean, aside from that weird CG, that Vader ship force pool was tight. Like there's some there's some good yeah yeah that was, was pretty like, cool. Okay, nice. I was like I like seeing a yeah. shank. The Vader versus Reva fight was nice. I was like okay, finally they're doing something. And like it looked like they put more love in that. Like there was some cooler a little bit, shots. Yeah. There was a cooler some cooler fight. It was, it was awkward though the way they that Vader was moving at at times. Like he yeah. he seemed a bit stiff. But I guess it, I think they're trying to keep in mind, right or no. Yeah, it's to the point that like he's more capable than oh, I Reba, see. I guess. I yeah, know. yeah. Well, a lot of it's like a lot. A lot of it he was just pairing with the force. That was crazy. He was just, right, like, stopping yeah. blades and stuff. And then, yeah, yeah. And he was like catching the, or he was pulling them from from pull, her hands. Yeah, and then like uh, yeah, they turned into like a spinning one. Like that mm-hmm. blade just had so many tricks up its sleeve. I was like, okay, it's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty cool looking like, lightsaber. Yeah. But of course, of course, Vader knew better, and what threw me up for a loop, and I guess it's the only reason why um. Is this because Disney wanted to redeem Reba? Is was like, why didn't she die? She took a fucking saber through the gut. Right. Didn't isn't that how Bygone died? Like I'm like, who, right, who yeah. decides who lives and who dies in that situation? The plot, but it's just like, okay, where's the continuity? <laughs> yeah, and then the Grand Inquisitor comes shows back up out of nowhere. Yeah, he took one to the fucking gut too. Exactly. I'm like, just does this mean nothing? Like lightsabers don't mean anything? Like you're <laughs> you're in organs, buddy. How are you digesting? How are you like what your spine? If it's through the middle, like right. how are people? Skirting blades, light lightsabers through the gut. I don't understand this. <laughs> so he, he comes plot. back and yeah, exactly <laughs> plot. So the, the OG Grand Inquisitor comes back and he's like, yeah. "Ha ha, you're trash." Through the gutter with you, <laughs> and then like they dip out and they yeah. leave her lightsaber. I'm like, bro, what is this? Like plot conveniences, man. This is so yeah, weird. Because like, I don't even understand what their intention was. Well, I my mom was like, so they they, they could suffer. Vader and them probably wants her to bleed out and stuff. I guess, but. Yeah, I don't know how you justify that. She's not dead, right? Nah, she's dying, but she's not dead. Yeah, so, like, why would you assume that she'd... Like, just leave, like, yeah. Like, she wouldn't, like, come back to, to go after you. Exactly. Like, so it's like, why would you leave loose ends? Yeah. It just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Besides plot. But anyway, <laughs> it was just a weird choice. Um, It was a really weird extreme close-up while gently tilting on Kenobi. I think that's when he was realizing that he left behind that little message thing about Luke. Hmm. That little thing that Riva finds on the floor. Right, it right. Gives her more something to do for episode six. <laughs> Such a weird. And even my brother was like, how does that contents of that message let you know where you're supposed to go and what you're supposed to be doing? Because to me, it was pretty vague. Mm. It was very just, it was just hinted at. There's something about a kid. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, how does that click? And like, okay, Luke. And okay, they're related. Like, how does that, it doesn't make sense to me. Those are some weird ass angle choices. I don't know. You ready for episode six? Sure. Those extras in the ship being fired upon at the top of this episode are pretty freaking calm. I mean, they're blasted upon. They could, they could die in space in a matter of seconds if like one of these blasts tears a hole in the hole. I'm just like, what is going on here? Like, yeah. I don't feel the sense of danger. 
You know what I mean? It's not more chaotic and, and whatever. And I know they're trying to calm <laughs> them down, but it was just a weird observation. I was like, these people just don't care. They just don't care. Like I mean, these families, just don't, they don't care. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> we already talked about the gut and how Reba survived that. How does she know the importance of that message? Why did later? Why did Vader leave the saber? Yep, all that. Okay, bro, we're enough. You and me, like, bro. She's a whole ass Sith slash Jedi. We're enough. And I think this is the part when Reva and uh, oh right, or no, the, not Reva. Two parents. Yeah, Luke Owen and were... was it Gwen or something or whatever. Owen and Aunt. Right. They 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 were defending. Luke they were defending Luke at a little Reva. stronghold from Reva. Exactly. We're enough. You and me. I'm like, dude. She's a whole. Like she has the Force. She has a lightsaber. How are you two enough, dog? Like, what, what's your plan? I mean, the writing did prove that, that they were capable enough. If the plot demands it, <laughs> but, the plot wills it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> also, like, on the ship, Leia is being immature for not understanding what Ben is going through. And after all, like, they've happened. And I know she's 10, but dog, yeah. she, she, she talks all this game. She knows so much. She's so intelligent. I, I know it's, it's probably just her kid showing, but it's just like, come on, Leia. Like, you of all people should understand what he's trying to do for y'all. It doesn't make, that make sense to me. Yeah, so basically she's just a kid, and I get that, but I was just like, dude, you're supposed to be logical, Leia. You're supposed to be freaking a diplomat. You should understand right. Ben is trying to buy all time. Come on. <laughs> you were growing up or you were a kid? Anyway, um, <laughs> Ben gives her her holster from the OG series as a, as a straight observation. Right. Because then by the end, I she, think she plays dress up, and mm-hmm. looks, she looks basically just like episode four Leia. So, I mean, yeah, I like, she's okay. supposed to. Right? She's supposed to. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, it's kind of cute, I guess. I have a quote here. Whether he dies or I do, this ends today doubt highly doubt that because uh, ben said that about vader or whatever before mm. he goes off and faces him right like, that's and a cool the, line but i'm just like, kind of didn't happen because neither of them died well because what they couldn't they literally could not you would break continuity yeah. if any, right if that happened so i'm like the corny line to write but i guess i guess yeah. from his perspective you know he thought he was really going to finish it yeah i guess at the time so it smells like cat but whatever <laughs> um also what i have this note that says is he a leader he flew oh yeah i'm talking about O'Shea's character Okay, so Ben gives like O'Shea's character a little pep talk, talking about how he's a leader, this and that. People will follow him, and and I get the sentiment, it's a right, nice sentiment. right. But I'm like, is he a leader? He flew two ships, and then he had some unearned lines in the series. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Like how much? I mean, you're a coordinator at best. Like I don't know. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I well, in, in Clone Wars, he he's a leader. Oh well. But yeah, Clone they, Wars, unfortunately. Like, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't, doesn't quite show fit that, in the show. It doesn't show it. Yeah, like, I wish they could give us like more of an inkling, more of him rounding people up. Yeah. Anyway. But it was nice. It was a nice sentiment. Kenobi is smart for knowing Vader's vendetta would have him abandon uh, the other ship, like the insurgency group, just to follow him. So right. I guess this is a more immature and like vengeful Vader or whatever. Uh, it's only 10 years after the, the decapitating of the legs. You know what I mean? Yeah, the, so, the fight. dismemberment. The dismemberment. There you go. That's the word. <laughs> so, But he was, he was definitely smart for that, knowing that he would play on his uh, emotions. Because even one of his top generals was like, we're letting them get away. And he's like, shut up. Mm-hmm. Ben's the only one that matters. Oh, yeah, man. yeah. True. Yeah, literally the uh, Grand Inquisitor. Yeah, he was the was one saying that. Right? For it. Yeah. <laughs> Vendetta, bro. Vendetta. I said, oh, Leia left that little droid. Is it useful? Is it useful, Big A? Is that droid? What did it actually do? Cut some things? Cut some wires? Uh, it did something, right? It cut some wires. It to... sabotaged like, the insurgency's base. Well, because Obi-Wan used it after. That's true. Right? He, I feel like he used it for... Yes, she Voice left it for yeah for Obi Wan because she took the little thing off of it and then I think she slid it in his pocket or something. Yeah, at some point for voice recognition. I think there was some. I don't know. Yeah, I don't was, remember. I know. I can tell you what the droids for for merch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they they said they they actually were able to sprinkle in some lines. I will do what I must. You said it, man. 
then you will die. <laughs> he said it, nigga. He said it. Yeah. To the mind. That was nice. That's what I was here for. He also said hello there. He did also <laughs> say hello there. Hello there. So happy he said that. Yeah. That's why you'll always lose. I distinctly, my brother said this, I distinctly remember someone's yeah, legs getting cut off last time because Vader was talking all this shit during the fight. Mm. You're like, you'll always lose because of this, because of that. Right, right. And I was like, bro, didn't you lose the last fight, bro? <laughs> hmm. We were like, we were literally talking shit the whole fight, me and my family. And uh-huh. we're like, wouldn't it be cool if the rocks that Kenobi was somehow magically throwing, like, when did he get the strength to do all this? Oh, yeah. It was funny how he's pelting him with them. Yeah, he's pelting him on these rocks. And yeah. he's like, wouldn't it be cool if it ripped his mask open? And then, like, a two seconds later, they did that, <laughs> but with the lightsaber. I was like, right, oh, okay, right. that's cool. So there it is. But yeah. still, like, it begs the question how does Obi Wan get so much strength, all this strength back so soon? When, like, we haven't really seen, like, a revelation moment outside of, like, him being buried in the rocks, which we'll get to. Mm-hmm, right. And it's just, like, he's going toe-to-toe with someone who can hold back a ship and who can, like, solo Reva, no problem. And I'm just, like, I know they have history, but Obi-Wan's supposed to be battered and beaten and out of shape, essentially. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, doesn't have the will to fight. Just happens to get all this back because it's the final fight, essentially, is right. what I feel like. And, I'm like, am I, am I tripping here? Like, I don't know. It just doesn't feel as earned as it could be. Yeah, yeah, but, definitely. But the dialogue was definitely there. Like, the, their back and forth and him trying to understand who Vader is and, like, how Anakin's dead. And, like, mm-hmm. you didn't kill him, Obi-Wan, I did. And I was like, damn, that's cold. Like, I was like, that, that worked at least. It was cool how, how they, they had his voice, like, changing between the, the Vader helmet, Hayden Christensen, and, uh, I don't know. And like a blend. Third. It was like a blend yeah. between the two. And it was cool. It was, like, their auto-tune going in and out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it was done. That was done really well. And, like, I could tell they put more love into that than like i don't know 80 percent of the show so that was nice yeah. yeah the blending was nice it was a powerful scene I, again like even when he, he vader's got him up the ropes and he's like underneath the rocks and then like i thought in that moment he might hear like like a like an episode nine type beat he might hear voices or someone mm. give him the strength and he kind of just they hint at it they hint at like what he was fighting for in the show with right, some flashbacks yeah. but just like maybe qui-gon would have popped up then that would have been a great time to do yeah. it in my opinion but you know it's whatever <laughs> doesn't matter I think they didn't want to take away from him figuring it out himself or something, but it just, yeah, sure. the way they cut it, I was just like, yeah, I get what you're going for, but I didn't feel like moved. I wasn't like, ah, like, yeah. it clicked. He knows what it means to be a Jedi again. Like, that wasn't there for me. I was like, mm-hmm. all right, well, whatever. At least they're fighting. It's weird. It, it is weird, though, because the conclusion leaves him right where he was anyways, right? Essentially. Like, he's still in hiding. He still has to. Like, what's really changed that like, he kind of older, cares more? Yeah. I guess that's what it is. He got a little older yeah. and he kind of cares more about what they're doing or as opposed to he was just going through the motions before right but i I know literally he's in the same spot in terms of like Mm -hmm. i don't know just kind of drifting and hiding and stuff but yeah maybe he'll he'll hone his skills more and practice so he's ready for luke when it's time like when we see him in episode four but yeah maybe he does all that training with bygone right well he he just gets like whacked by vader (laughs) like he vanishes so like, I mean, yeah, he definitely gets whacked by Vader. <laughs> so maybe he doesn't keep up with his training. No, he does. He just gets old. <laughs> like, uh, so I don't what know. really happened? Like, what really came with it? <laughs> also, Reva deciding not to kill Luke—that's nice. But I'm like, why go through all that trouble? I, I understand. So, right. I mean, it is, it is, it's like uh, I understand what they're going for. It was a nice moment in theory. Yeah, in theory. I don't know. It just. But it, I don't. She, her character just wasn't strong enough to begin with. To begin with, yeah. So it it felt like. Uh, lackluster is what it was mm-hmm. and she was crying that was a good scene props to the actress like that was a good scene when when she finds that she didn't have the strength to do it with ben and she's talking about how she didn't want to become you yeah. know anakin and he's like no you made the choice not to it's fine and i was like that's sweet and all but like what have you been doing in this whole time like you know how long have you been a sit what you been doing like i know you got some dirt right i know you got some uh, blood <laughs> on that ledger but that's all right 
I guess the whole thing is that you know bad people can be redeemed or whatever. Like I said though, like like you said, it just kind of didn't really fill that turn. But whatever. Um, yeah, my brother was saying this too. Uh, not enough episodes or maybe too many. Um, we speed ran like hella character development. Everybody, everybody's character mm-hmm. totally speed run. Just deal with the program. Uh, Palpatine. There was like fifty end credit scenes here. I was like, this is nice. I guess I didn't know when it was gonna end though. You know yeah, I mean? it was weird. Like, this would like, like fade out, and then like, like another and scene then another scene just like, pops up. I was like, all right. <laughs> so Palpatine, it was nice seeing him, I guess. But he calls Vader out. He's like, yo, kind of got a got a hard on for Ben. You need to chill. And then basically he chills. He's like, all right, I'll chill. And then he yeah, chills. That's about it. <laughs> and then we get the theme. Um. Also, Leia wears like the same outfit for like thirty plus years or something. I know she's supposed to be like an so. She always dresses like a little similar. Yeah. It's just like okay, like. People have other outfits, dog. But all right, whatever. <laughs> also, it was really funny the way they shot that little reunion between Leia and Kenobi. Leia didn't care about Obi-Wan after all that fuss. Like, she just ran <laughs> straight, right, for, straight for her droid. droid. I was like, all right, <laughs> cool. Where's yeah. the hug? But it was nice having another sweet moment of Obi-Wan telling Leia about her parents indirectly without revealing names. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that's cute, I guess. And also, after all these years watching over him, he's just now meeting Luke. I know we get the hello there. I was like, I thought they, I didn't get that from the first episode. I thought, like, he was watching over him as a guardian, yes, from a distance, but I thought at least maybe they interacted at a younger age before and they just oh, keep I, his distance. I thought, from what I remember, I, I always thought that, that they were always uh, estranged. That's a good point because, yeah. yeah. Does it break continuity? Because they don't meet again don't for the first time in the fourth one, do they? I thought they might have, but he might have, he, Luke might have said something regarding seeing him as a kid. Oh, I see. Yeah, I that, that makes sense. Yeah. But Uncle Owen's rude, but until that moment. Uh, hello there. And then, of course, Qui-Gon yeah. Force goes, finally, bro. Where you been this whole show? Like, the entire <laughs> show, bro. Like, yeah. he would have made more sense in, fuck it, four. The god-awful episode. Like, Probably, it, yeah. If, if he's having trouble with things and he's, like, in the hallway, like, losing it, and then he shows up. I don't mm-hmm. know. Something. Something to, during his path of meditation and figuring out what the right way is. And he doesn't even have to give him the answers. Just ask him questions. Master, it's like. Why are we doing this? Like, I don't know. What does this mean to you? I'm like, why do you do what you yeah. do? I don't know. And he doesn't even help him like once he's there. He's nah. just like, hey, there's a longer journey ahead. Get going. He's like, maybe we have a sequel. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we don't. Right. <laughs> it's just stupid. But yeah, of course, they set up for season two. But season one wasn't entirely fulfilling. So I'm like, do I want a season two, dog? It's weird, too, because like the, the, the creators or producers or whatever, they, they said that they were planning on this just being... Uh, a mini, uh, uh, what is like, called not uh, a series a uh what, like a limited run? yeah limited series well either one but. yeah i'm just like not really <laughs> disney doesn't know the and it kind of it kind of ties into light year like it's just like nah if, if mm. we can spin something off we'll spin something off you know what i mean yeah yeah even though it's just we'll get into that but it's just like if there's money to be made and there's a proven track record we'll do it so <laughs> who knows i think it's a 50 50 shot whether or not there's a season two yeah if so what's it about you know what do we need it do we need it no I don't think so either. I don't think we needed this one. Nah. Nah. Not really. Or if we did, we needed like maybe a third of it. Just cut it down. Like you said, like yeah, three yeah. episodes, maybe an hour, hour 10, hour 20 long. Mm-hmm. Cut it way down. I don't know. Or a three hour movie. Or a three hour movie. Whichever. I would have sold bonkers tickets. I yeah. don't know why they didn't just do that, but whatever. <laughs> That's our view of uh, the rest of Obi-Wan. There were small nuggets of things that I liked, but overall, pretty mid. Um, <laughs> let's take another small break and let's get into Lightyear. Yeah. Yeah. Lightyear. As anyone with half a brain knows, is the live action, not live action. It's like the realistic animation. Not really. It's not Lion King. It's just, it's a property. <laughs> yeah. You know, like it's meant to be like right. Lightyear's um, origin story. 
right? Like the yeah, actual yeah, yeah. character, Buzz Lightyear. Mm-hmm. They're like, what, what he's been up to and how he came to be and all that and why he was in Toy Story, essentially. Yeah, That's it's the, it's the movie that Andy saw Andy in the 90s. Supposedly, and I yeah, was supposedly like, saw. This is not a 90s movie, but all right. <laughs> Interesting. Very good animation from the 90s. That aside, it's got a really strong start. Like, it's pretty fast. Like, it's basically Buzz and his whole entire, like, Starfleet, I don't know, turn up. This whole colony, if you would. Right. They're dropping in on possibly hospitable uh, planets. But like many people have said, it's like, why didn't you just send in a drone? Oh, so the rest of the movie could happen? Like your entire colony goes to a possibly like dangerous planet. Yeah, and of course, things go awry. We meet his like uh, his first character. His um, What was his captain's name? I'm going to pull up IMDb. Was uh, Hawthorne? Hawthorne. Yeah, yeah. Grandma Hawthorne, as we yeah. come to know her later. But yeah, he's with her. They have like a whole history, which would have been way more interesting, but it's fine because this is where the character development happens in this movie. And of course, a rookie, and we learn a lot about Lightyear and like what he's uh, what he's about and how he doesn't like, you know, he doesn't have time for rookies and he wants to do things his way and he's like a Lone Ranger type. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. Amongst his organization. Mm-hmm. And then uh, things go wrong. He wrecks the ship. They're stuck on a planet with a bunch of beasts and whatever. They're like plant monsters and bugs and shit. And uh, then he pretty much has to, like, Top Gun Maverick this shit. I mean, he's got to get the light. Dude, he did. did he did, didn't he? <laughs> I think he outdid Top Gun. He, he, I mean, he did. He went light speed. Tom Cruise <laughs> yeah, only went did. 10 Gs, bro. <laughs> 10 point whatever. And how many times did he go? He went, like, 12? Dude, he did. He aged, like, hella years. Well, I mean, he didn't age. Yeah, like, he didn't. But time, time dilated, time like, by. 100 plus years. That was crazy. Yeah. And what's, what's, with, what's with Chris Evans always paying a man out of time? <laughs> right. What's up with that? <laughs> Yeah, it's getting a little typecast over here, <laughs> but anyway, it's uh, it's got a, it, I think it's got a good strong like premise at the top. It did get annoying how many times you have to do it. Mm. Um, and it's kind of this movie to me is like a little bit all over the place in terms of like it's a kids movie, but then they take things more seriously. Like there's like adult themes at play. I guess mm-hmm. so older people can enjoy it. It switches gears kind of often. I mean, like the side characters annoyed the shit out of me. Did you like them? Oh, which ones? Like the Taika Waititi and the grandma. Like they had some oh, okay. fun quirky moments, but they then were, the jokes they got were repetitive. Okay, but... The jokes got pretty repetitive, dude. Or at least Titans. Yeah, they, I mean, yeah, yeah. They, they, they fell through with, with I don't want to say stereotypical, but like the, the cookie cutter version oh, of what that character is supposed is, to be. Yeah, rather yeah. than have any more nuance to it. Yeah, I think that's the kid movie part of it. But I have a bunch of stray observations. But like, anyway, there's an apple pen. Buzz has an apple pen. They just kind of threw that in there. <laughs> like, I wouldn't catch that. Yeah, that just bothered me. Um, <laughs> well, okay, how, how come no Tim Allen? How'd you feel about that? Or at least the voice that sounds similar. Like, did you like the huge disparity between what this movie was and like what the toy ended up being? Of the of the what? The voice of Lightyear. Like, oh, I kind of uh, Chris Evans was, playing him. I don't mind Chris Evans playing him, but like, I just wish it sounded a little bit more like what I grew up with. I don't know. Do you like mm. the, the clear distinction? So you know it's a different property, or do you in, not care? Yeah, I, I think in a way it works because uh, understanding like the that the toy is based off of the movie, like in their in their reality, sure. like. Toys don't generally have the same voice actor. That's true. So it kind of it kind of plays with kind of works. Like kinda works what, what a toy is. That's valid, I guess. Yeah. Um, did you like him saying all his catchphrases and finding out what buzz, all the Buzz Lightyear isms? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought that was neat. That was nice. How, how they layered them in. I enjoyed that. I, I think for the most part they worked. I feel to infinity and beyond was a little odd. Yeah, I felt a little forced because it's like. How did you get that? Because when Buzz says it in all the toy movies, it's like when he's about mm-hmm. to do something courageous or like. Yeah, yeah, it's like a call to action. Yeah, it's not, and here it's just more like a I don't know, a mantra like a, or like a yeah, peace yeah, be like, with you type beat. Yeah, like a buddy thing. Like yeah, like, it's kind of like an inside thing. Yeah, like a like a handshake or something. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. So that was kind of interesting. What happened to Zerg's being like Buzz's dad? Like, I think 
Well, I think they they only really intended that to be a Star Wars like reference reference, mm, okay, like a, like a callback. So I thought it was neat the way they they changed it to future past version of him. Yeah, like alternate I, reality. I will say at least the perspective in the meeting made sense. Like the old jaded Buzz and him and all his failures and being a solo act. Whereas this yeah. movie, they they move heaven and earth to let you know that he's trying to become more accepting and and forgiving. And mm-hmm. more of a team player, you know what I mean? And like, right, yeah. And show that, like, yeah, while well, mistakes happen, like, you know, at least something good came out of it. You know, you don't have to erase the whole reality. But what bothered me, Big A, old Buzz wanted to go back and wipe everything out. And new Buzz obviously didn't. But you can just go back to one more jump and, like, make old Buzz realize that, hey, these people had lives and it was worth it. They, they lived lives and it meant something. Let's go back just one more stop, not, like, 15. True. And let's just say, hey, we got the crystal, like, right before everyone wanted to shut the program down. And let's just get off the planet. Or whoever wants to stay can stay. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you wouldn't have a movie that way. No. No. Or at least the third act. Or at least not the third, third act. act would yeah. Change. Yeah, it would have. Uh, animation was fantastic. I didn't know this was the first like uh, Disney Pixar movie that was like formatted entirely in IMAX. Oh, really? Okay. If, if I read that right. That yeah. makes sense. So it looked beautiful. I was like, yeah. man, this looks really good. I wonder if this looks, it would look good in IMAX. So, yeah, yeah. So I, I liked his theme. I, like, I don't know if he caught his like little theme. You saw it three times. I'm sure you caught mm-hmm. his theme. No, yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was it was good. Good stuff. The way they made um, it. Animation was tight. Time dilation was tight. Tight. Yeah. Um, I kind of wish we saw more adventures, like all the stuff we hinted at. I know I talked about earlier, and I guess that's where they're hinting at if they ever do another one. Because mm-hmm. by the end of the movie, they establish like a new Space Rangers S four, mm-hmm. and he has the option to choose from all these elites. And he's like, "No, nah, I'll pick the Misfits." I'm like, "Really, dude?" Like, really like <laughs> i mean it, it is the the whole like story i know i know i know of of his so but um but yeah there's some really nice stuff here i can't believe i've gone this long and not, i haven't talked about the cat cat was such a fan right. favorite i love yeah yeah cat. the cat was great the cat was fantastic <laughs> that is how you do that comedic relief that was fantastic yeah. but overall i have very mixed feelings on the movie like on one hand i think it's nice like there's some really cool things that play in here mm. and on the other hand i'm like uh i don't know i feel like it took too long to get here maybe and like I could, I could have appreciated it a lot more if I was younger. But of course, like mm. we had the idea for that until recently. So right. But I don't know. Like overall, what, what were your thoughts? You saw it three times. I'm sure you loved yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I, I like that it had a lot of like sci-fi uh, elements, a lot of like Star Trek mm-hmm. sort of things, and I, I liked how it also referenced like the Star Wars aspects that they uh, initially uh, were inspired by. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Overall, there was some. There's some good stuff in here. There's some stuff I was like, eh. But I don't know if that's me being bogged down by some like changes or like there's some kid movie isms, like some mm. things you have to overlook and forgive because like yeah. they're trying to entertain like a wide audience. So, right, like, right. You know, some things aren't going to make sense exactly. But it was really good. It was, it was visually stunning and there's some really nice parts in here. So I'd say like maybe maybe a seven. What do you think? Higher probably? Eight, eight, eight. and a half maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Depends on, depends on the. It's at, on IMDb, it's at a five. About a five out of ten. Mm. I don't know how much of that is like political controversy. But I'm just yeah. trying to judge the movie like as a movie. <laughs> right. And um, yeah, there's some things I wasn't so okay with. And some things yeah. I was like, yeah, this is all right. It's okay. Did um, OG Hawthorne's death get you? Uh, No. Felt a little fast. I guess it was the time dilation. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, they, they did go through the whole. Like, they really spent, uh, they spent like around the that whole first act, time right? montage. That was great. And then, yeah, that's what led to her death. So For sure. Yeah. I, guess, yeah. I guess what I'm saying is I wish we saw, would have saw a little bit more than that first event. I really wanted more mm-hmm. like random disparate adventures throughout the galaxy. But yeah. the story works too. I, I would yeah, like I would have liked to see more context into what as to what the Space Rangers actually are. Like a prequel to this would be more intriguing to me. Yeah. Because yeah, you wouldn't have the fully developed 
fleshed out character buzz that they made by the end of this movie. Mm-hmm. But you'd figure out how their training came to be, his exact what him and Hawthorne have been through, like through their adventures, mm-hmm. the scope of the Space Rangers and how far reaching the galaxy is. Yeah. But I think they just had Because they're supposed to be now. defenders of Galactic Alliance. Like, uh, Zerg still isn't like an emperor. We, we, we don't know where that goes. And that's, that's, that's another thing that kind of rubbed me the wrong way because it's just like, well, the animated show did a pretty good job of expanding the lore. I remember, I remember bits and pieces of that from like the mm-hmm. like, like late 2000s or whatever on Disney XD or Plus or whatever it was. Yeah. And I, I remember enjoying that, like, I'm fleshing all of that out. So I remember, and then when this wasn't that, I was like, this is like a different version. You know what I mean? I was like, uh, yeah. Not familiar. So it kind of left me wanting more, you know? I get you. But for what this is, you treat it as standalone, whatever. Yeah. It's another interpretation, I guess. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It is what it is, my brother, you know? (laughs) But anyway, pretty much our review of Lightyear. Uh, You got anything else to say about that movie? No. I'm going to call it right there, guys. For Media Munchers, I'm Athean. And I'm Asian. I'm going to catch you next time.